Flip it, flip it, rip it. Uh, uh. Take it, we take it, we flip it, we get it, we judge it, we wreck it. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Culture Clowns Podcast. Welcome, 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 one and all. I am your host. Jay Combs, aka Mr. J Stay Saucy. That's J Stay Saucy. J A Y S T A Y S S A U C E Y. He is indeed the sauciest, and I'm the co-host M Kennedy Simbai. You can find me on Instagram at prodbyhmc. That's P R O D period B Y period H period M period T. Yeah, he made us smoothies. And they're really good. You sh- you might actually have to open up your own like franchise. You know what I thought would be cool, dope as hell. Yeah. Don't be stealing my ideals out there, goddamn <laughs> thieves. It's it's intellectual property. It's too many sneaky peats out there. But no. So we need a new studio space, right? Yeah, we do. And here in L.A., you know, it has a lot of room for like studio spaces and people to shoot like their podcasts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. How dope would it be to attach one of those like? a setup where you have like four to five different studio rooms where yeah. you can record and stuff but it's also attached to a coffee shop that would like be very very interesting co- the bottom is a coffee shop and you can go you can rent out like these studios i think that would be awesome um because i think that there's like a dual nature of that that's very appealing there's a space for people to be able to like sit and you know, come up with their ideas, whatever the hell it is. And then also you can, you know, have a nice drink and eat something, you know what I mean? And then, you know, at the same time, maybe you're waiting on somebody who's recording something upstairs or maybe you're just preparing and you need to chill before you go up and record something upstairs. So it's nice because I feel like there there isn't really anything like that. When you go into a lot of these studio spaces, it's just like the studio and that's it. You know what I mean? There's like no real sort of... uh area where you can just chill and have something to eat and then still be able to go into the studio which i think would be nice it would be a different sort of vibe but you know i also was thinking about you know just on top of it it kind of merged with this other idea that i had of um basically going in and saying all right i want to um what's it called it i want to so i am thinking about getting us a studio space i want I, that's what i want i want to see if we can get like our own studio space mm-hmm. but i want to be able to rent that studio space out so it can pay for itself that makes complete sense yeah so so it, it would be like uh you know every wednesday or whatever it is when we come in okay we have to shoot every other day whoever's renting it would be able to use the space for whatever they need and they would pay the lion's share of the rent payment essentially not really it just be like you know so some places it like it uh some places you can rent like i know Mm -hmm. i was talking to this comedian he does a a podcast uh he says he rents out this space in like silver lake and it's like 28 dollars an hour okay so it'd be something like that where people come in it don't even have to be a podcast per se it could just be that's shooting something yeah and so basically that's what happened you see around like a lot of around la they have like a lot of studio spaces or you rent it out for like shooting spaces in terms of like people shoot movies and stuff like that so i thought that'd be a cool pretty dope uh hold on one second i'm trying to find what um hold on let me see uh all right but let's see if it's the right one Oh, oh, there it is, there it is. Oh. But anyway, man, how you been? Hey, man. You know how it is in L.A., man. Mm-hmm. City of angels. But it's also a city of demons. <laughs> you know, demons everywhere. It's hellcats. It's all, it's all kind of shit going on. Look. uh No, before we start, though, I want to address something. Mm. So on our last show, mm. I'm going to bring it up. Mm. We said, hey, man, the best way to do this shit is the consistency. And we mm. failed y'all. We mm. failed y'all. Yeah, we we failed y'all. Yeah, and I ain't even gonna throw it on you because I I've been kind of busy too. And mm. the problem is this: mm. we out here, we also working, and so we we I'm not no excuses or anything, but you do understand that we are out here working. Mm. We're trying to buy our mama's a house, so you know, you know, building connections. He's been on shoots, I've been on shoots, and working I'm and working. Doing I still got a class. job that helps me pay for rent and my yeah. groceries. I can't be a starving artist. I, yeah. I cannot have a roof over my head. You so, know, you, you know, know how it is. It's tough. It's really, really tough, guys. You know, that life, that there was nothing 
ever appealing to me about that. Like I've mm. always been scared of that to a sense. Like mm. man, I would hate to be a starving artist. But yeah, know. the only thing more difficult than being an artist is being starving. a starving artist. Yeah, yeah. Only thing <laughs> like it's one thing to be stupid. It's another thing to be broke and stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 baby. It's one thing to be stupid. Oh man, another thing when you're broke and stupid. Yeah, and I say that all to say, man. Hey, look, we're gonna do our best to get more content out and try to be consistent as we Mm. can. But in the meantime, when we're not, just understand we're out here trying to be better and work on ourselves. Because once we get in a better position, that means better quality, better quality and content that we can put out for you. Yes, sir. Just know we haven't forgot about y'all. We sorry that uh. You know, we lag and make take breaks off. Just know we coming back. Everything's coming together. We and we like for me, we just figuring out how we can not only build our lives, but also for me it's one of those mm-hmm. how can I build my life so I can build the pro the exactly. product that I give to you. You know, a minimum so, viable product. And also like like you said, can't mm. can't do a podcast if we don't got nowhere to stay. That's that's a very good point. Yeah. So with that, anywho, we wanna get on get into the show. Yes, sir. Let's do it. Ah, man, I you know, here's my thing. Before we get started, I want to say this. We're going to talk on this subject. And I get it. Everybody and their mama had a take on this subject. And we all know. But we're going to talk about it. <clears throat> but after this, I'm going to say my piece. Mm-hmm. I'm done talking about it after this. And I, I'm so done with this topic. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, let's go and get into it. Mm-hmm. The slap that has crossed the world. Yeah, the slap heard around the world. Yes, folks. Hit it. God damn. That's the yeah, the censored yeah. But basically, folks, there's a censored and uncensored version of that. And um, basically, obviously, you know, because it's you know primetime television, they but, had to censor out the swearing. I don't think we should have said that because guess what? For you, you just seen the uncensored version, so I don't know because how I have it, I have. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna edit the real version. Mm-hmm. But basically, yeah, Chris Rock slapped the sh- got his shit slapped basically. by Will Smith. Basically, long story short, he got the shit slapped out of him. Uh, I ain't seen a slap like that since I watched Pootie Tang. Yes. That one scene where the sheriff nah, gets nah, slapped by Dirty D. Nah, I got you. Damn. Have bro. you ever seen the movie um, <laughs> The Color Purple? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like movie. the original with uh, uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg, yeah. Got Steven Spielberg. With Matt yeah. Mr. Yeah. Uh, slap the shit. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. But you know something though, my first thought when I seen it, and even now, even just rewatching it, and I get everything around it, I'm still not 100% completely sold that it was real. Because it's just it was such an alarming thing to have happened. Not Nobody that, that that's that I think that's why it's difficult to even fathom that it was actually a legit thing. No, not even that. When you look at the hit, for one, you saw you know this motherfucker. Don't fuck with this man is past his peak. He mm. was laughing when he did it. Mm. This man was laughing. They cut the camera off him. Went back to Chris, cut the camera back, and mm. man, this motherfucker was he, I'm sorry. He went on stage, slapped him, mm. and he was still kind of chuckling when he was walking back to his seat. So for me, it's like, hey, I don't know. And then when you look at the hit itself, it does look kind of like a prat a prat. How do how you say the word? Stage hit? Oh, like a uh, like like stage combat, like uh, like like it looked like it was masked. Yeah, like the, like the slap. But, but and, and I think and I think that's why so many people initially in the beginning thought that it was staged mm-hmm. because the whole way it happened, with people still laughing, Chris Rock still laughing, Will Smith didn't look like he was like incredibly mad because after he slapped him, like you said, he was walking away, he was like smiling, right? Right. Um, so I, and, and the slap itself was like, 
you know, you've seen someone like standing perfectly still and then actually get a really good hit across the face on him. You know what I mean? We, we, we've seen that before. In this case, I feel like Chris Rock saw it coming, not because he knew it was like coming, like he, knew, he was told beforehand, but I think it was because he saw that Will Smith was in that moment about to hit him mm-hmm. and he managed to dodge just slightly and that's why the slap wasn't as bad as it could have been. But I do think that the whole thing most certainly was not staged because the fallout from it has just been way too massive. I, I, and that's why I way know, too massive. And, and, you know, I after watching it and then so much and going back and forth about it, and mm. I, I, I accept that it was real. Mm. I accept that it was real. But there's still a piece of me every time I watch it that looks says it's like, mm. like, I accept that it's real. I accept it. It just like I said, that little piece of me is like, oh no, man! Like it looks like a hit that you would do on stage. It does. No, it 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 definitely does. And 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 that's why, because I was saying to people, I was like, I feel like Will Smith could have hit him hit him harder, you know. So right. was it a case of Will Smith kind of pulling back at the last moment, realizing shit, I probably shouldn't do this, or it was a case of Chris Rock dodging? Mm-hmm. Either way, the incident was just crazy because everyone for the longest time has seen Will Smith in a certain light. Right. This incident. Before we get into that, before we get to that, I got a note. (laughs) So you remember when I sent you the message, right? And it just hit me. It really was. It was like, Will Smith had to slap a bitch to get his Oscar. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe if you would have done that for um, the pursuit of happiness, you know. Maybe he probably would have got it. Maybe he would have. <laughs> maybe he would have gotten it. It's, <laughs> it's a really crazy thing to even have to contemplate. Like, damn, bro. Like, damn, Will. Like, but nah. All, just, all seriousness, though. After watching and not the going, what's your what's your what's your take on it? So yeah, because I've spoken I've spoken with a lot of to a lot of people about this, and in fact, one of the first people I spoke to was my homie Jasir from 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 Philly. Mm-hmm. Right, which for those who don't know is the city where Will Smith is actually from, right? Um, and I was speaking to uh my homie Jasir because I had posted something on my story about how Will Smith was a bozo for what he did and then he basically wanted to have a conversation and talk and like because he kinda had a differing mm-hmm. opinion on it, right? Differing view. And the more we got to talking, the more we kind of came to the same conclusion. Which for me is that uh Will's first of all Will Smith was in the wrong for hitting Chris Rock mm-hmm. the way he did on stage like slapping him okay mm-hmm. um and the whole thing is you got to understand in this industry there would have been a businessy way to approach that right which would have been to at halftime at the commercial break y- you you know you go speak to the producers um, you go speak to Chris, you tell him, hey, I don't feel like this was okay. He, you know, he comes to you and Jada, he apologized to, apologizes to you at your seats or you got, or, or backstage, whatever it is, and then you move on, right? Mm-hmm. That would have been the professional way to do it. The rapper slash source awards way is hitting the person, <laughs> okay? Now, we've got to remember, Will is still from West Philadelphia. Born and raised so on a playground where I spend most of my, yeah. anyway. You feel me? So in that moment, the rage from hearing that joke turned on the West Philadelphia Will Smith, mm-hmm. not the business etiquette Will Smith, right. which is the Will Smith we've been used to seeing for right. years. Um, I don't want to say Chris Rock is entirely absolved of any responsibility in the sense of he has a history of making jokes about Jada right. since 2016. Right. He's made like three or four jokes, right? Like c- going after. And I feel like a lot of comedians don't really do that. They don't normally target a person and make three or four, even five right. jokes about them, right? And I feel like he, because apparently Chris Rock came out saying he didn't know she had alopecia. That's uh, that's what I read today somewhere. I might be wrong, but that's just what I, what I read. He didn't know that Jada had alopecia, which is why she lost her hair, right? Um, So I feel like if he didn't, he should be forgiven in that sense of he clearly didn't wasn't trying to make any sort of reference at all to her medical condition. 
The joke was about G.I. Jane, which is a film that starred Demi Moore in the 90s by a a, a woman who joins the military, right? Who joins the army, okay? Mm -hmm. And Demi Moore in that that film obviously had a bald head Mm -hmm. and she was a strong female protagonist. Right. So for me, when Chris Rock said it, I was like, oh, it's a joke, but it's not even a bad one. Mm-hmm. It's it's a joke, but it's not. It's really not even a bad joke. Like right. to get upset about that is like from Will Smith's end is like, dude, like that's nuts, right? So even if Chris Rock was uh, not uh, uh, sympathetic to to Jada or what she was going through, I still feel like the response was way too heavy handed. Mm-hmm. And then I also feel like Will Smith was laughing at that joke, and then he turned and looked at Jada and saw Jada wasn't happy. And then he decided to do something about it, which for me is like, dude, in that moment, you're trying to like, 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 why did you do that? Because it's very obvious that you yourself weren't even offended by the joke. You know what I mean? There's a different, it's a different thing if from the beginning, the moment he heard Chris Rock say that and he was pissed Mm -hmm. and then got up immediately, then I would have been like, okay, there was much more of an immediate kind of like, Mm -hmm. just not even wild thinking, no, not thinking. Right. But he thought about what he was going to do based off what Jada's reaction was. Right. He knew he had to do something. Um, last thing I'm going to say, Jada is a very, very toxic woman. Mm-hmm. Incredibly toxic. We've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. She's very, very, very toxic. And gents, all the men out there, you mm-hmm. <laughs> be careful, guys. That's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Be careful. Right. Okay. I feel that. I feel like a lot of your points, I, I, I you do have a lot of valid, valid points. But um, and honestly, as a comedian, you know how much I we have the conversations about how much I idolize com- comedy and idolize Chris Rock's how high a regard I hold him, mm. and I make no mistake about it. I don't fault him for the joke. However, I would say this: throw all this, all this, we not we don't throw everything out the window, right? Mm. Take an account. What they've been through their whole last year, or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so cool. Let's say you're at a award show. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're there, right? Mm-hmm. And since you're not married, mm-hmm. the closest woman that would be in your life would be your mom. So we're gonna yeah. use your mom, right? Yeah. Let's say you're at this award show. It's not a comedy show. Mm. It's an award show where you post a whatever. Mm-hmm. And all year. People been throwing shots at you and your mom mm-hmm. because y'all have like a crazy whatever. Mm-hmm. Y'all had a, like a whole long year, and mm-hmm. all year people been throwing shots at you and your mom, and you just been quiet, keeping mm-hmm. it smiling. Mm-hmm. Y'all we're good, we're good. But all year mm-hmm. they've been throwing shots at your mom. Mm-hmm. Y'all get to a happy place, right? Mm-hmm. You go to this award show, mm-hmm. and y'all in a happy place. Mm-hmm. You're sitting there with your mom, right? Mm-hmm. And comedian comes up, says something about your mom. Mm-hmm who has a medical condition says mm-hmm. something about your mom's medical condition mm-hmm. in which you don't it's been hurting your mom right your mom is not finding it funny mm-hmm. as a man do you still sit there yeah you still sit there and let him you still sit there right I w- yeah because me just just me and the way my mom's raised me there's a way that I know I could deal with it mm-hmm. that wouldn't bring dishonor to me or my family. Okay. Yeah. I I respect it. I mm. respect it. Mm. For me, like, I get it. But I, I'll be mad. I'll be mad. I, I, I agree with you. I'll be mad. I, I definitely would. <laughs> if I could, I, I probably would fuck the person up backstage or something, but I'm just not going to do it live on right. national television. Right. Yeah. And I get that. I yeah. get that. And this is not me being a Billy Badass saying I would go up there and whatever. Mm. And this is not me even condemning the joke because mm. it's a comedian doing a joke and yeah. doing a bit. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, the guy has a, like you said, guy has a history of targeting my wife. Specific, like every time he gets up on the show, Stan, it's mm. almost like he said something about my wife. Mm-hmm. As a man, I, as a man, I understand why Will did what he did. Mm-hmm. And I won't fault him or say he's wrong for doing what he did. Mm. We can say all we want to say about Will and how he handled the situation, but as a man, he did what was best for protect. He did he did what he thought was in best protection of his family mm-hmm. and the woman he loves. Mm-hmm. 
outside of his mom. Mm-hmm. The woman he loves outside the, outside his mom. Mm-hmm. In which case, he's talked about how much out throughout his all life, throughout his life, in his book, he talked about throughout his life, he's been feeling like less of a man because he's not been able to protect these women mm-hmm. as much as he could. Yeah. And so now you're on this national stage, apex of all this stuff you've been going through. Mm. And knowing I, that it's, you're probably going to win this Oscar. Everyone knew you were going to. So it's going to be a special Oscar night side. either way. Oscar aside, right? Oscar aside. You're here to celebrate whatever, right? Mm. And I, I just feel like, I, like I said, I don't fault Chris Rock for the joke. I don't feel like the joke was malicious. I feel like it was a joke. It was what it was. Mm. However, in the words of Charlemagne, right? You have the right to say whatever you want to say, but you don't have the. You can't be mad at people for how they take it mm-hmm. and how they react. I agree with that statement. I do. Yeah, we can say we can be business all we want, but that's a lot of frustration that this man has been going through this whole last year. Chris Rock, I just feel like said the wrong thing at the wrong time, and it's just what it came down to. Mm. I don't fault Will Smith for doing what he did. If I was a man in his position, knowing what I had to go through all last year, people talking about entanglement, people talking about how she said she throwing rumors around saying, oh, she doesn't, I don't satisfy her and all that. And yeah. and like, I, I get a lot of that is self-inflicted. I, I get it 100%. But this is what they had to deal with all last year. That was, that was actually also going to be my other question. Um, they had, well, to I, I have, well, I have two, but, but the first one actually relates to exactly what you've just said. Do you feel like they really deserve a great degree of sympathy because they were the ones putting all this information out there? I like put it like this. I don't, it's not about, to me, it's not about sympathy. I'm not Mm. feel how you want to feel about them. All I'm saying is in that situation, I know a whole lot of dudes who would do worse for less. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. For sure. I know some hotheads back home in the SA who would, you know, and, and, yeah. and I, and, and I hate these people that's like, Oh, if he was sis, if, if Chris was this or he was that Chris was just the wrong person to say the wrong joke at the wrong time. Here I am at the what's supposed to be the apex. Like you said, this mm. guy knows he's gonna win this Oscar. Yeah, everyone. I'm at here. the apex of my like. This is gonna be supposed to be the night of my life. Mm. I'm trying to laugh off as much as I can. Mm. You want to make a joke about me? I'm here. Yeah. But I'm tired of y'all making fun of me and my wife. I'm tired of y'all making fun of my wife. My wife is sick and tired of this. Mm. I have to, as a man, you have to make a decision. I'm either going to put it into this mm. or keep letting it go on. The second question uh, relates again to basically what you've just said as well, which is um, something that I saw online on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that people were speaking about, especially women, um, and that's why I think this is going to be a very interesting discussion to have. Um, one of the things that women was t- women were talking about is how Will Smith felt the need to defend Jada using violence and how many women don't feel that their man needs to defend them using violence. Honestly, like I said, a lot of the people that are talking and Mm. a lot of the commentary that I've been hearing Mm. is coming from the softest of people in the world. It's coming from this soft, dare I say, soft generation of people. Like, I don't know what these people, half of these people know that they wouldn't, they just talking out the side of their head, mm. knowing they wouldn't handle it. Either one, they wouldn't do anything, and they'll just laugh it off. Oh, baby. They they don't be too scared to do anything. Or mm. two, they'll do the same thing. Mm. I don't, like I said, I don't fault Chris Rock for telling the joke, nor do I fault Will Smith for doing what he did. Mm. I feel like Will Smith should not be villainized for what he did. He protected as a man. Mm. He's finally stood up after a year of going through this stuff. Mm. And I get it. Some might throw, oh, he, 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 they brought it on themselves. I get that. Cool. Mm. Mm. But as a man, there's only, 
you gotta step up at some point and say, "Hey, we've gotten past this. Y'all are gonna stop. Y'all gonna get past this mm-hmm. and put an end to it." And I feel like there was him getting up there and slapping Chris Rock. I'll be. It was Chris Rock. Was him simply saying, "I'm done with the bullshit." Yeah, um, and I agree. Like you said, Chris Rock was just the wrong person, right? This was. This was always going to come to a head, this whole Jada Will situation. One of them was bound to explode at somebody. And that somebody just so happened to be Chris Rock. Um, but I, I, I am honestly interested to, because this has also been brought up, had it been another comedian. I feel like he would Would Will Smith, if, if, yes. it, if it was uh, Jamie Foxx yes. or Eddie Murphy, yes. shit, even if it wasn't a comedian, let's say it was just an, an one yes. of the other hosts. Let's say it was uh, even a female, Wanda Sykes, Regina Hall. Would he have done that? Oh, no, because because, because Regina Hall, an hour before, made a joke about Will and Jada's open relationship. And there was no, you know. But even then, like I said, there was an out. Building, building. Which, which is true. That could have contributed to that final. Like I said, of course. Yeah. Like I said, mm. him making that joke wasn't what led Will to get up there. Mm. And I hate people that's making an excuse. Oh, if it was a white comedian, or if it was one of these rappers, he wouldn't have done this. It really don't matter. Honestly, it genuinely does not matter mm. if he would have or he wouldn't. What ha- what matters is he did it. Mm. He stood up for his wife. Mm. It doesn't matter what could have, should have. He did. We're talking about what did happen, not it, what could have happened. And, right. and it doesn't matter if he. Mm. To me, it doesn't matter. It, mm. I hate people that's oh, if it was why, if it was a white or a white presenter, if it was a rapper, one of these thug rappers, he wouldn't do it. If it was somebody that's his same size, he it wasn't. Done it. Yeah, and the thing is, like, it wasn't. That's that's a nice uh, hypothetical to want to discuss in your own time, but, but that's not what happened. And it, here's the thing, we don't know, mm. and we're not. I'm not gonna go back and forth. Somebody wants to just oh, it, what if he this and it. He got tired of people talking about his wife. Mm. His wife got tired of people talking about her. Mm -hmm. His wife, he, his wife suffers from a condition which we don't know how much it hurts her. Mm. As a family, they got fed up. And as the man of that family, y'all always tell myself, oh, where the real men at? We we want to go. What a real man to step up for us. That's also a very good point. I'm usually not. What happened? What happened to yeah. the? What happened to the defend black women? Yeah, defend black women. Y'all y'all, y'all always talking about no. And and, and that's a, that's a very good point that you're making because a lot of the same black women I saw on Twitter always talking about defend black women. This that 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 that. Why don't y'all stand when the police are brutalizing us? Why don't y'all stand up to them? Why don't y'all punch back? Why don't da 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 da. All that type of shit, right? These same women are now scolding Will Smith. Some of them were even going so far as to say that these were signs that he's a domestic abuser. And I was like, "If anything, you're shitting me. Like, nah, nah, like, that's, that's just too thing. far. And that's I was like, that's just too far. Like, And that's what, that's, that's what <laughs> aggravates. Like, honestly, it got to a point. Anytime I see anything from the Will Smith, Jada, anything yeah. in that whole thing, it's gotten to a point now where... I'm be honest. If I see it, I just scroll past it. Mm. I don't look at anything about it because I'm so sick and tired of hearing about it. Yeah. I'm so sick of hearing these people who don't. Let's be honest. They either one don't have the balls to be in this situation, mm. or two, they just hypocrites yeah. and they just want the attention. Because these same people either they just I'm trying not to cuss. They're either waste men. Mm. Jamaican term, yeah, waste men, <laughs> waste men, waste men. They either, they either don't, they either aren't, they either wouldn't do anything regardless mm. because they ain't got, they don't got that in them. They, they just little female dogs, mm. girls and guys, or they, they female dogs mm. wouldn't do anything, even if it was them they were still talking about. Mm. Even if Chris Rock got up and slapped them in their face, they probably still wouldn't do another laugh. Mm. And then you got the same, and then you got the other people on the other side that's condemning him. It's like these are the same people that like 
three months ago talking about how um they they how hard and tough they are mm. and how much they arrive for their woman mm. or how much they want their men arrive for them. Mm. It's like, bro, what? It's crazy. But somebody gets up and ride for their woman. Now everybody got some problem. Like, you see, and, and and that's my and then the same people. And, and, and that's my thing. I I love. Sorry, sorry no, 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 I'm sorry. I mean, no, no, that's cool. Because no, I'm, I'm getting in there. Yeah, yeah. It's good, I, good. And then it's it's a person right now that I know for a fact that I follow. Mm. Had that been his girlfriend. Mm. He's been posting all this stuff in defense of Chris Rock or whatever. Mm. But had that been his girlfriend, hands down, he's not having it. Yeah. There are a lot of dudes out there that it's like until you're in that like situation, you can't even, say, you you can't can. even blink yeah. at their girlfriend yeah. wrong. I know this dude for a fact. You can't even blink at his girlfriend wrong. You can't even look at his girlfriend too long with mm. him and get mad. So you is so imagine now if you've been making jokes about his girlfriend for a few years and now he's in a place where it won't even get that point. Yeah, you, you made one joke about his girlfriend, bro. You're not. <laughs> yeah, dude, dude, and that's how it is, especially with folks in the community, bro. Especially with black folks, because guys get heated. But the thing is, I'm definitely all for protecting black women, and so that's why I understand where Will Smith's anger came from. It was just misdirected. And I think that's what people need to understand. His anger was misdirected. The slap was misdirected. The fact that there are millions of people watching all around the world who saw that, including kids, very unfortunate. You know what? No one, I don't think anyone wants to condone physical acts of violence, but there's something that's even more important in this, which, which, is, which is something that somebody brought up on Twitter, which is about how, yes... It's important, and we've done the work of telling people turn the other cheek. But the issue is now, we've gotten to a point in society where people are sometimes way too comfortable talking shit, and they feel that there aren't going to be consequences exactly. for what they say. Exactly. You could be the first person to say something. You could be the last person to have mentioned something about whatever topic it is. Then, unfortunately, you get the brunt of whatever the consequence is. But... I agree with you. We need to get to a point where we say to people, also understand that what, what you're saying has consequences. You can't expect people to turn the, the other cheek every single time because that's not going to happen. Exactly. A in the real world, things don't work that way. Like, I, I wish things did work that way. I forgive you. You said this about my mother, but it's okay. I, I wish people, I wish there was that kind of world where we wouldn't even get to there, but that's not the kind of world we live in. It's actually just not. And my, my, here's the thing for me. Here's the thing. Somebody, I, I, I heard the same sentiment on like TikTok or whatever. Or maybe it was the Breakfast Club. I forgot which one. I, I just been going back and forth a lot yeah. lately. But uh, sentiment was this. This whole generation has got so accustomed to being behind keyboards mm. and saying and doing what saying the most blatant stuff mm. without any repercussions that mm. they desen they've been desensitized to real reality mm. of there's consequences to their actions. Mm. And it's kind of the same sentiment. So I do, like I said, I, yeah. And for me, like I said, mm. I don't fault Will Smith for doing what he doing. Y'all can say, oh, it was a business. It could have been handled in a different business manner or whatever. Hey, bro, look, as a man <laughs> first, sometimes you just got to say fuck it and do what's best for you and your family. And that's just how I feel. Like sometimes, yeah. like that's just really what it is. Like I don't. Everybody's talking about. Oh, if I was Chris Rock, oh, I wouldn't. Well, cool. You, he had all the right in the world to swing back. But oh, if they were Chris Rock, they wouldn't have taken that. That's what they're yeah. saying. Cool. I mean, cool. I, that's I, not, that's not, you. I mean, cool. Would I you have taken that on national TV? Yeah, I definitely would have swung back. You would have swung back? Yeah, I definitely would have swung back. I definitely think honestly, Chris Rock showed composure. He honestly, did. Honestly, though, you know what? Honestly, it happened so quick. I'm not going to sit here. I would say I would have swung back. I would have probably did exactly what he did because by that point, it happened so quick. And you, you just like he did it, and then he left. It's like, yeah, it was quick. You, you, I'm not gonna sit here and say I would have slapped him or did anything. Mm. To him. We definitely would have had words afterwards. Yeah, exchange words. Yeah, but just like Chris Rock, I, 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 
he I, I commend Chris Rock for being able to keep on and saying the show must go on and still be able to present the award. Because mm. I'll be honest, my, my brain would be rattled. Like, what the... F- what just happened? And I feel like you could see he was. You can see that in his face. He actually right. was like, whoa. Will, when he said Will Smith just slapped the... Greatest moment me, on television. He was actually saying it. Like, dude, he actually just did that. Like, Greatest it, moment on television. It was on stage. Like, he actually just slapped me, bro. <laughs> but yeah, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> to, to wrap that up, I respect your opinion on it. Mm. But like I said, any man who's worth this grain of salt... Mm can understand why Will Smith did what he did. Any person worth that grain of salt mm. really, really about something can understand. And anybody that's condemning Will Smith for doing what he did, I mean, you're, re- you're what's wrong with this, this new breed of people. And that's just what I feel. Because... Y'all are the reason why things are so soft and why y'all y'all think, oh, we can do and say and get away with everything. But when it's turned on you, oh, no, no, I, I had the right. But if it's turned on you, God be gone all of those turn of the cheek. But I can judge from the raptor because mm. hey, it wasn't me. Mm. And that's why I just that's what I feel. Yeah, I condemn Chris. Rock. I don't condemn Chris Rock for telling a joke. Hey, he's a comedian at the end of the day. Cool. It's a joke. I get it. Mm. On my comedian side, I get it. It's a joke. But at the same time, jokes have consequences. And that's mm. why even when I'm doing my stand-ups, I try hard to to not do anything that I feel like would offend anybody. You know what I mean? Like, you're probably not going to, you know, you, you're probably not going to go in there and say a very raunchy Nazi joke or say something about people being gassed and showers and shit because that's exactly. not going to end well for you. you know not what even, I mean? No, like, my thing is this, man, because <laughs> yeah. I'm not an asshole yeah, and I would feel exactly. Yeah. And low key, like I, I genuinely would feel bad like that. I did like, bro, that wasn't even cool. That wasn't even called for mm. for me. And for me, when I do my. My my friend was like, my friend asked me, you get up there on stage, what what would you have done? I was like, man, I don't know. Because basically when my sets, they're either one about me, mm. about my family, mm. or some contradiction that I see in the world. Mm. Like some weird contradiction, like y- y'all do this. It's like weird paradoxes. Like say for instance, we talking about going to war with Ukraine, mm. yet we can't afford gas. Mm. Stuff like that. Like that that's what I think. That's how I that's what I that's what I steer my comedy towards. Mm. And if somebody found like the contradictions in whatever I talk about, mm. somebody got offended with some that I said from those type of things, then mm. that means I'm struck a nerve that's it's true. Yeah. And I'm sorry it's true for you. I'm yeah. sorry even more true for you, but Yeah. And I think definitely we need to get to a spot where yeah, more people are just willing to be blunt and honest and tell the truth. And I'm just um, again, all I do is again personally I don't I don't condone violence but understand that we are animals. Okay, human beings are still animals and as much as we don't want to be violent, there are going to be times where you're going to be pushed and things are going to happen. This is a learning moment for everybody. I feel like this is a learning moment for for Will, for Chris, for Hollywood. It's a learning moment for the media. It's a learning moment for everybody at home. I don't feel that because people were talking about, oh, he should get his Oscar rescinded. And, and this is where I thought to myself, hold up. Some of y'all are talking about they should take his Oscar back. Y'all didn't say that for uh, uh, Harvey Weinstein. Y'all weren't saying that for Roman Polanski. Y'all weren't saying that for Woody Allen. Y'all didn't say that for Mel Gibson. Y'all didn't say that for Joanne Crawford. Y'all didn't say that for Clark Gable. Y'all didn't say that for John Wayne. And it's like, but this is where y'all going to draw the line and say. I'll raise you one better. You're kidding. If that was. If that was Leonardo. Yeah, if that was Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm. Well, he don't have a wife. So who could we move? Let me see. There was back in the day, Brad and he. It, they were talking about Angelina, and Brad Pitt got up and did that. Mm. You think people mad? Nah. <laughs> no. And we could. I would. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that. Yeah, yeah, we could. <laughs> on that note, moving on. <laughs> All, right. All right. Now, moving on. Time for the Culture Clowns news update. And what you got for us today? Yo, so, you know, 
just quickly, you know, we're going to talk about something that I heard about early on in the day. Some of you may be familiar with uh, uh, Madison Cawthorn. He is a uh, a, a representative uh, from the GOP, the Republican Party. Um, I believe he's a representative for North Carolina. Um, so basically, he's come out today, I think in an interview that was basically like blew up today, might have been done yesterday, but in an interview, he was talking about how there are representatives, Republicans, okay, only Republicans, mind you, that there are Republicans who are engaging in sex orgies, okay, and who have, like, done cocaine in front of him before. Like, they've offered it to him, they've done it in front of him, they'd have coke orgies, they've, they've said something, you want to join the coke orgies. So for me, this was just a really wild story because... Republicans, I don't support either political party. I really don't. Like I'm, I'm so over it at this point. But what I want to say is that this is this these this is Republicanism at its finest. These these are Republicans. This is how they always are. The party of family values. The party of being conservative. The party of being decent and not being freaky and being morally upstanding. And this is the stuff that they're always doing behind closed doors. I'm not surprised. Hey, I'm actually not surprised. I don't want me to cut you off. But ain't one of them like secretly? I heard a story that one of them. What's the dude name? Uh, Lindsey Graham. Yeah, from South secret, Carolina. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. He's secretly gay. He's on the down but, but he like um he voted against all the gay rights. Yeah, yeah, States. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a and and that's my thing. It's well known within D.C. Um, through various you know male prostitutes that Lindsey Graham is gay. It's it's well known in the in, in, in the male escort scene in DC that Lindsey Graham is gay. Oh. But here we go a Republican who feels the need to, you know, be That's Madison Cawthorn, yeah. That's him. He look like he's been in one too many orgies already. See, 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 lawmakers have invited no. him to take part in orgies and snort Yo. lines of cocaine. Yo, he he looks like he's been uh, the um Bukaki boy in one too many orgies yeah, already. Yeah, pool boy. But and and this is what I'm talking about, bro. Like now he's in should a situation. I show, should I show the? Should I show the picture? When, <laughs> when I, yeah, you definitely should. Because <laughs> I, I mean, the people who when they hear my joke and they see him, hey man, Bukake I, I, boy. <laughs> I no, mean, no, I say that. Be, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Hey, you're, you uh, remember that, that scene for white chicks? <laughs> You remember the scene from White Chicks where he had to roll the dude out? Um, when he was like, "Oh <laughs> yeah, after after he gets yeah 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 after he uh, after he gets that good loving yeah 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 yeah." No, no, I haven't watched your know, White Chicks was just so ahead of his time, um, but yeah. So basically, I just feel like that's something that we should talk about in general about how politicians in this country are largely hypocrites. And how you guys can have a whole ass war on drugs and you arrest people for doing coke and stuff in the streets and you're going after the cartels. Meanwhile, here you guys are doing coke in the congressional bathroom, snorting lines in the store. Hey, which, like, <laughs> hey, which one do you, do you think it was? Who, who do you uh, think? There's a few of them. I think, you think <laughs> Ted was in there. I can tell. When you, you can tell which of these Republicans are down with this freaky shit, bro. There's, there's a few of them. I mean, Matt Gates already, as a, uh, he's, he's already going to go to jail soon uh-huh. because... They're basically about to bust him for like uh, child prostitution and stuff, like you know, oh, that's sex, the one sex that's trafficking that's the one and shit. From the um, Florida. what's her name? Try hearings. That's been wild, bro. I've been watching those. You haven't been watching those? The Ketanji. Ketanji Brown? Yeah, talk? yeah. Oh. They were saying some crazy bruh, shit to her, bro. What dude asked her, hey, do you feel that you can um fairly try Catholics? Bro, she's been a judge for the last. Like, two decades like what do you mean <laughs> bro like so as a nut shit bro they were asking her what is your religion like what uh how important is your faith to you and i was like hold up i thought it's, I it's agreed crime. that we don't have a religious test in the united states constitution so where the hell do you get off asking her these questions hey that's why you know Muppets. honestly i'm sorry i didn't mean to change the subject from this but you know i do find like people that are pro-abortion like pro-life and then you ask them, okay, well, why do you feel like it should be a law? It's like, well, it goes against my belief. But I thought we was freedom of religion mm. or oppressive religion. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like you basically forcing your religion when yes. you say you don't want religion. Then you for- like, I- ding, 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 ding. People don't realize when they talk about freedom of religion, they mean the freedom 
to have my religion imposed over you. Right. That's what they mean when they talk about freedom of religion. They they mean freedom to have my religion imposed on you. That's what they mean. <laughs> There's no and, and and the founding founding fathers and those who've been in government have been very clear about this. There's a separation of church and state, and that's how it should be. But Republicans are hell bent, and just re- conservatives in general in the United States are hell bent on making these laws. Basically, it's like Sharia law. I don't see a difference because it's based on religious law. I don't see a difference between Sharia law and a lot of these kind of uh, these Christian fanatics who are trying to make the U.S. Constitution basically based on the Bible. And you know, it's shit. funny you say it's that, zealotry. right? It's religious zealotry. You say that. You say that, right? And boy, I hate this dude. Uh, Mitch McConnell. Yeah, Froggy. Mitch. Cocaine Mitch. Oh, no, nah, the old man. Yeah, yeah. Co- he looks like a grown-up Kermit. Yeah, yeah, co- the turtle. Turtle Mitch, Cocaine yeah. Mitch. Yeah, you know, you Bruh, know, you know why they call he, him Cocaine uh, Mitch, right? I don't care. He, I just hate his <laughs> face. Every time he gets on the screen, I just get, ugh. I just want to punch him. He's old, and you can tell he has a Confederate battle flag in his back pocket. Bruh, I used to have a teacher who reminds me of him, but only that teacher, man, I just hate this dude, bro. Mm. I hate this dude. I I really do. He never says anything constructive. So anyway, I say that to say this, right? Mm. You just made the point that they have all these things that they want to make, bring laws into like the Constitution that aren't there. Mm. When literally one of his main arguments about not voting Contagia Brown in was, uh, I don't want you interpreting the Constitution and adding laws. It's like, but y'all literally <laughs> do that all the time. That's literally what the Republican Party do and make no mistakes about it i i I, like him i don't really care about republican democrat i i don't i don't at this point they're both of the same they're one and the same they really are one and the same both parties are shit like if you really (laughs) want me to be honest with you democrats are the most republicans in many ways they are and i really began to realize that in the past like year that the democratic party um is failing because they're just an unserious party. The Republican Party is a transnational crime syndicate, okay, largely backed by Russian oligarchs. You've got to understand this. But the Democratic Party, they just, is they're just, just there. It's, they're just there. It's just ineffective. I don't. No communication. No messaging. Weak. Inept. Uh, there's so much. There's so much that I could like, say about them. Like it's actually ridiculous. I'm be honest with you. They. It's funny because it's like, oh, you're hardcore, conservative, hardcore, uh, liberal. If you really think about it and you really think about the laws that have been passed. Mm. Like, and I had this conversation with a former co-worker of mine when I used to way, way back work at that security job. Mm. I told him, I was like, man, I don't really trust either one of them because if you think about it, mm. if you really think about the laws that they do, mm. they're really one and the same. Mm. They're both really the same thing. Mm. And it's just a game. It's a game. They they work with each other in order to preserve power and ensure that they can keep exactly. having their money. It's That's the whole thing. If you really want to know who runs America, who do you think runs America? I'll tell you. I, I know who runs America, but who do you think runs America? Honestly, it's uh, a select few people. Business owners. It's not even business owners. Like rich billionaires. It's not even them. Yeah. You know who runs it? Well, I guess you could, if you want to throw the broad term billionaires. The six major banking company families. Oh, oh, I see what you mean. The ba- oh, the banks. Yeah, yeah. The, the banks. banks the, the banks country. actually. The banks run the country. Yeah, the banks actually run the globe. And people, you're right because ultimately these rich people who are largely in debt, the banks are the ones who've given them the funds to be able to start and their business. And if you think about it, and the if ones you think about it, debt, everything so. from when what's his face took the took the gold standard out and like made everything backed by the U.S. Treasury. Mm-hmm and good faith with her, right? The banks have controlled mm. everything. Mm. Like, they control who goes into the office, and they control, like, yeah, the banks control. Mm. So this is not a conspiracy theory. Mm. The banks control everything. That's just how I'm going to say. They the do. Because here's the thing. They control the money. If you control the money, you control the power. Mm. If you control the power, you can control the people. Mm. And if you control the people, you can tell them whatever you want to tell them. Facts. And you can have a little puppet show between, oh, it's it's right wing, left wing, 
Yeah, that's that's puppet, they, they look. Puppet, yeah, that's 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 really all it is. It's just yeah. art. It's just political TV. That's mm. really it. They have no real power. If you really they Republican Democrat, it doesn't matter. Mm. It's just a show. It's just a show. Literally, the Rockefellers, the J.P. Morgans, the mm-hmm. whoever had you at um, yeah, J.P. The, that uh, dude's a legend, bro. The, dude survived uh, like multiple assassinations. The, the Federal Reserve. Yeah, the Fed. That's who controls them. That he who has the biggest bag mm-hmm. has the most power. Anyway. It's all about money because with money you can uh, you can get power. And you want to know something? You know, since and here's the thing. So you know the history about how like the U.S. like after World War Two the U.S. made their talk conned everybody into like everybody in the world to let us hold your gold. So they conned them. Everybody sent the gold here, right? Mm. And then the Middle East stuff started happening. And then they said, okay, fine, cool. Everybody started saying, no, we want our gold back. France, they was the first one to say, yeah, we want our gold back. Yep. Uh, U.S., I think it was, I forgot who it was. Um, I think it was uh, Roosevelt. I don't yeah, it was, it was Roosevelt. I think it was Roosevelt. FDR. Was like, yeah, I think he was like, um, oh, well, sorry. Uh, okay, y'all want y'all gold back? Okay, cool, never mind. So... There's no longer gold anywhere. We're just going to create a Federal Reserve. We're going to create a Federal Reserve. <laughs> now Now everything is backed by the U.S. dollar. Yeah. The U.S. dollar is the standard, standard. for the world econ- world markets. That's why if the U.S. dollar fails, that's why if the U.S. dollar fails, everything fails. Facts. And so it's, it's not backed by um, gold. It's backed by the good faith that the U.S. will hold it. And what's what is uh, the number one thing that's Limit. What's the resource that controls everything? If not money, what's that money backed by? Oil. All about them oils, the diamonds, and hence the reason why gold, man. Oil, diamonds, gold. Hence the reason why G-O-D, the U.S. control. Hence the reason why the U.S. dollar is the primary dollar around the world. Because a hey, well, and hence the reason why also U.S. goes into these places and try to take up their oil because mm-hmm. hey all our dollars are technically backed up by oil and good faith yep who controls all this oil and good faith the people who control the money who I controls f- the money the banks i think that's definitely a conversation that we can go more in depth into because there's really a lot of history that a lot of people don't don't know and you really have to do your own research and read these books man and go through and go through these different sources because a lot of the stuff is hidden knowledge and once you begin to understand it you really begin to see you know what's going on but uh <coughs> all right what are we uh all right now uh-huh. you ready switching topics and that's my spiel on that yep anyway switching topics mm-hmm. y'all ready now it's time for my favorite part of the show. It's called, you know what it's called? It's mm. called Questions with the Clowns. And mm. this one, we're going to do it a little bit differently. We're going to do it in cahoots with a reaction to a video. So I want y'all to watch this video, and then we're going to have a little discussion about it. So, you ready? Mm-hmm. Yo, Charlamagne is honestly one of the most blunt, um, one of the most open 
human beings on this planet. Like I, right. like yeah, yeah. I, I want to hear your reaction first. Go ahead, go ahead. So, y'all seen the video? And so the questions with the clowns question is: Are you ready? Can you marry someone mm-hmm. who have you never had sex with? Questions with the clowns questions. We want to hear y'all opinion on this. We can really you, do. Can you marry someone mm. who you've never had sex with? Mm-hmm. What says you? Could you? Nope. Not me personally. Um, if I'm going to be marrying you and the uh, person I know, whoever I marry, I'm trying to have a family with and settle down. Um, I, I don't want the first time I'm having sex with you to be once we're married. And now we have to embark on this whole relationship. And maybe I don't even like the sexual experience with you. I know people are going to say, well, it's not just about the sex and what, what, what. In large part, you want a happy marriage, guys. Sex and sexual gratification has a lot to do with it. A lot of marriages fall apart because people lose that intimacy. They lose that connection. Okay. Exactly. It's such an important thing to establish that beforehand way beforehand because you you just go into it like okay cool now you're stuck with this person you've got maybe a, two three kids you realize i don't even like the physical contact i have with this person when we have sex i don't feel like we have a connection because sex is more than just a physical connection it's also a mental connection when you're both with each other in that moment okay so that's all part of your relationship with the person so there's no way for me i i, I can't do that you know what i mean um and I know for some people it's a religious thing, you know, the whole abstinence thing. If you want to still do that, go ahead. Um, <laughs> with me, nah, we we, we got to knock boots before uh, I'll be I, I put the ring on. I'll Sorry. be honest with you. You, had, you hit the nail right on the head, bro. The first time I smashed can't be on my wedding night. Yeah. I got to be able to test, test it out and see if this going to work. <laughs> Bruh, you test it out like you go for test drive. You got, bruh, you, would you buy a car if you couldn't test drive? So, hell no. Bruh, no, I'm not gonna get in here and you don't know how to ride. And I don't know. I'm bruh, definitely no. testing that shit out. And then, yeah. and mm-hmm. then I gotta be faithful. Bruh, mm-hmm. what if you don't know how to, what if you don't know how to, you know, mm. toppy top, give mm. top. Mm. That's, that's some things that, hey man, look, you don't know how to, if you don't know how to please, like for me, I hate when people say, oh, it's all not all about sex. Okay, cool relationships aren't all about sex but don't negate the fact that sex is a big part of relationships it is i don't care what you say if you take sex out of a relationship i don't care who you are Mm. sex that's what we are as human beings as Mm. animals Mm -hmm. i hate this oh relationships should mean more you should be in love okay cool that's all whatever cool i'm like y'all are prudes because y'all the first people bugging about how your partner ain't satisfying and that's no first people and that's the thing like cool okay Mm. it ain't not no no you get in a relationship to smash that's the whole point of it whole point like i don't care what people say it's it's all about love okay yeah love is a thing but if you can't, if you're, if you having bad sex with the person you love, you're not gonna be happy. You're not gonna be happy. It, it's that simple. A lot of, a lot of divorces happen because one cheats on the other, and, and then, oh, it's what about open relationships? No, like my thing is this: if you I'm know? gonna get, ma- even if in an open relationship, if you're not getting satisfied by the main person, mm-hmm. it, it's, I'm sorry, it's not going to work. Like Will and Jada. And so my thing is this. <laughs> Oh, you clown, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no, bro. Like, I'm, I'm, I, I, if a girl came to me and said, I, I would not get sex for marriage until I get married, well, cool. Well, we're not meant to be together. It is what it is. Cause one thing for me is like this I have to know that one, to be with me, you have to occupy my like I'm all over the place. Mm. I'm literally all over the place. I can be the most loyal person in the world and I am the most loyal person in the world. Mm-hmm. I would be loyal to you to a fault. Mm-hmm. But you have to meet me halfway and if you can't keep my attention sexually, mentally, and emotionally, mm-hmm. if you can't keep my attention in mm-hmm. one of those areas, mm-hmm. 
I'm sorry. It, it just it, it's not going to work because those are the things. That's all I need. Mm. Like, all I need is somebody who's going to be. You don't even have to be great at sex. You just have to be able to be good to keep you uh, same attracted, wanting you. Mm hmm good enough to still want you like i'm not mm. asking for a f- certified freak mm. like i ain't gonna lie i love me a freak uh, yeah, freak be, man that, freak a, man yeah that's me Goddamn right bro i come off the headboard <laughs> <laughs> let's go do yeah, some freaky stuff but no nah, my thing is this man like uh sexually mentally and emotionally mm. that's the, all the women always want to try to figure out men and whatever this secret to get to men Sexually, mentally, and emotionally. Mm. That's all you need to keep a man. Mm-hmm. Girls, guys, whatever. Sexually, mentally, and emotionally. Mm. If one of those things fail, mm. or rather, if something is going wrong in your relationship, check all three of those boxes mm-hmm. and see. Because I guarantee you, 99% of the time, if not 100, it's one of those things are lacking. Mm. If something is wrong in your relationship, one of those things that probably is probably one of those things that are lacking. Mm. You have to be able to satisfy the man sexually, mm. keep his attention mm. and support him emotionally. And y'all need to start watching more Kevin Samuels because no, he's an asshole. Yo, yo, no, no, it's not about that. It's not about it, it's so mentally you got to be one with him and like keep him, keep yeah. him mentally occupied and wanting you. Yeah emotionally you have to be emotionally you have to make him emotionally almost emotionally mm-hmm. onto you not dependent on you but just emotionally invested in you you have to have his emotions with you and you have to be able to support his emotions ebbs and flows mm. and support his emo and know how to control both you Men and women, y'all have to know mm. how to control both your emotions and your partner's go, emotions. Yeah, it really, it really goes both ways. But and you have to know how yeah. you you have to know how to manage both mm. those things. Like it's it, you have to know how to support when you need support, um, uplift when you need to uplift, and then step back when you need to step back. But the gist of it, gist of it to end off to be and honest, sex is you have to be able to like, bro. Yeah, if you if you having horrible sex with that person i'm sorry it's over it, bro. it's not gonna last long I'm or sorry. if you're not having enough sex with that person it's gonna get kind of rough for you I, I never heard one couple that's been together for like 40 or 50 years say oh yeah i'm i'm with him or i'm with her even though they're really bad at sex and i've had to endure that for the past 50 years i'm you never heard of that never and you never will or if you did or if you <laughs> did or if you did or if they're that bad at sex they should stand there for the bag and even with those relationships they don't really last that long yeah Cause guess what, or or they they only last because they're going and sneaking around, in which case that always ends up in a yep. oh you cheated on me well entanglement. He, <laughs> 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 all right, all right. <clears throat> Hi. So for artists of the all right. So with that, for artists of the week this week, since we haven't been posting them online, I forgot. I'm sorry. It's been on me. YouTube's been tripping, uploading the video. So what we're going to do is the artist of the week is the last two artists that we post. Yeah. Last week, I'm going to post both here. So it's going to be Ka- my homie Kazi View, K-A-Z-I-V-I-E-W. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find him on Instagram. He's also got lots of stuff on YouTube and uh, on, on all platforms. He's real dope, man. He tapped in with a lot of people. You know, Diego Money. Some of you might know who Diego Money is. Tapped in with him. A whole lot of other people. You know, he'd be working with Jordy Calling. Uh, you know, my <coughs> my record label co-owner. You know what I'm saying? Me and Jordy got that label. And uh, also reproduced and stuff. So, we'd be working with him doing a lot of stuff, man. And uh, he's out of NY, out of Rochester. So, yeah, you know. Keep, you know, support him, please. L- l- listen to his music, man. Uh, we're definitely going to keep supporting him. Keep putting him on here doing our bit you know how we it is. you know how it is over here man you know how we how we be you know and for me uh it's gonna be my guy um dang what's his name i fucked you oh you need to yeah just go to my uh for me it's gonna be my guy titanium dillo you can find him on 
Instagram it one second. Titanium. I'm titanium. You should know that I will fall. I'm titanium. That song was still good, you know. Or well, it's still good. Banging when it came out. All right, my for like I said. Um, my artist of the week nomination goes to my guy Titanium Dillo. You can find him on Instagram at T I T A N I U M D E L O. He's a real funny comedian, man. If you haven't, if you need to see some um, funny com uh, comedy, go check him out on Instagram, TikTok. Um, he's hilarious. He got some stuff on YouTube too. If you go check his Instagram and go follow links, you can find his uh, one of his sets. But yeah, man. Uh, artists of the weeks. Those are our artists of the weeks, and that's who we're gonna we're gonna. What I'm gonna do is we're gonna shout them out throughout the week. Yeah. Um, and yeah, artists of the week. Keep if y'all y'all got any suggestions for artists of the week, we definitely want to hear what y'all have. Uh, yeah. Nominate people that y'all um, want to see. Give us a shout out, and we yes. definitely will shout them out. Yes, please. Um, <clears throat> yeah, because like I said, we understand that as artists, it's hard out here, mm -hmm. and that little bit of like ah, uh, bigging up and like, bro, you doing your shit. Congratulations and whatever. That goes a long way. So mm -hmm. we don't care what you do. Playing bongo drums outside of rafts or outside painting murals on side of churches. Hell, we don't even care if you just trying to be a cashier at rafts. And you the, you the dopest cashier at rafts. Mm -hmm. Your art is your art, and we support it. Hell so, yeah. So, yeah, those two guys definitely look them up. Um, <coughs> with that, you got anything else you want to add for the episode? No, sir. Okay. I think that's it. All right. All right. Culture Clowns, we out. Peace.